All the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in keywords. For the segment, we're joined by Adam in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. You sounded like a very... <laughs> what's it? Uh, good morning, Vietnam or something. <laughs> good morning, America. Robin, good morning, America. Good morning, Seoul. You know, the late Robin Williams in his uh, Yes, movie. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I was not trying to mimic anyone, yeah. but I guess inadvertently. Yeah. If, I, if it got your attention, great yeah. hello how are you it woke me up definitely hi you're <laughs> i'm very well. good i'm doing good it wasn't snowing yet when you're driving right uh it wasn't don't tell me it's snowing now no 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 no, no. i think it's expected to be around maybe like lunch time in the okay. metropolitan area oh. but i i know you had a little bit of fender bumper uh, uh fender bender <laughs> fender bender yesterday um, i did it was a bit so unfortunate and i did get a, a, a temporary replacement car uh, i was gonna I, say take the public transportation i was but well it's i'm not paying for it so you know yeah. might as well but they gave me a rear wheel drive car and i heard that it's gonna snow possibly the record amount of snow for today so it's not the best type of car to be driving around um, please In, be careful i will yeah i probably right. won't go out after right. work <laughs> <laughs> right. everyone who has to drive to work also stay safe let's jump into keyword news um, as always we're going to try to clarify some of these major headlines for you starting with our COVID-19 coverage this is our first keyword of the day Cases rebound. Uh, new COVID cases in Korea have rebounded, adding to concerns over the Omicron-fueled spread. I mean, it was just earlier this month, the KDCA was forecasting the worst-case scenario, the possibility of a five-digit confirmation, that's daily mm. infections. Um, we have to manage our expectations here, right? Mm. So what's the latest? Yeah, I mean, it's not that much of a drastic uh, increase. As it is. We are approaching the midweek right. uh, stage, so it is kind of a likely phase, but it's just a little bit more than and what health officials were expecting. And mm. uh, the number of cases did climb back uh, up to 4,000 yesterday. That's up to, uh, that's as of uh, 12 a.m. Uh, 12 a.m. to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Usually the uh, n- daily numbers go on until 12, 12 a.m. to 12 uh, to midnight on that same day. Mm. Um, it's nearly 1,500 more cases than the same period the day before. So that's what's causing a little bit of concern because it's a four-digit increase. Mm. Now, the number of critically ill patients is still in the 500s, though. So um, it's kind of plateauing, if you will. Mm. Uh, there's been concerns over the Omicron variant, of course, leading to an uptick. And authorities are keeping very vigilant uh, on the situation. Um, they're sort of uh, going to announce a catered quarantine measuring system, uh, mm. uh, antivirus, uh, anti-Omicron, if you will, uh, quarantine mm, measures mm, mm. soon. Uh, another concern is the increased amount of imported cases as well, uh, which has been uh, increasing recently. And there have been some uh, stricter uh, measures uh, along the borders, at the borders. and, mm. and, and uh, at the airports as well. Um, but it's not just the uh, things in Korea are relatively slightly better than the rest of the world. This things, is true. Things aren't looking that great in the rest of the world. Uh, the WHO uh, has, again, stressed the importance of sharing vaccines. This whole vaccine inequality is something that's been attributed to the rest of the world kind of 
um, not being able to recover as well from the pandemic. Mm. Uh, the WHO official Mike Ryan said we're leaving huge swaths of the world behind. He noted that COVID-19 will never be eradicated, but society has a chance to end the public health emergency this year. And he said that this could only be done by addressing the long-standing inequalities, um, not just in vaccines, but healthcare systems and mm, uh, mm. the infrastructures and personnel involved. But does that call for countries that have more to contribute mm. to the countries that don't? Yeah. I think that's the key there. Yeah, so basically he's alluding to the point that rich countries are hoarding the vaccines right. and keeping the best medical uh, supplies and systems to themselves. As opposed to sharing. Right, as opposed to sharing. And uh, this is something that the WHO mm. has been saying for time and time again. The WHO chief previously had warned that uh, blanket booster programs as well are likely to prolong the pandemic rather than ending it because it diverts the supply to countries that already have high levels of vaccination coverage. Mm. Uh, treatment uh, that is more accessible is Paxlovid. Mm. So there is kind of a potential for a more distributable uh, right. treatment. Uh, uh, and there's some promising news, actually. Pfizer announced that the pill was effective against the Omicron variant in lab tests. Of course, we should take that with a grain of salt. It is Pfizer's pill, after all, and mm. it is their company. So they're going to have It depends on how you interpret the numbers. Sure, sure. But But, uh, if it is as effective as Pfizer claims to be or even close to it, Mm -hmm. uh, it could be a game changer for countries that need the alleviation rather quickly, right? I mean, these are much more easier to transport and to distribute. It is. But then there's another question of will it actually go to those countries? And that's something that's open to debate. All right. On to our second keyword of the day. Sadomine tension. Uh, Japan's push to enlist another site of Korean forced labor on the UNESCO World Heritage List is again sparking tensions between Seoul and Tokyo. Uh, run us into details. Yeah, so the site in question is Sadomine. Uh, I think we ran through this in the sure. previous uh, segment. Uh, and just a, a reminder, it is a site of forced labor for Koreans during the Japanese colonial period. Tokyo will file for a review for the listing on February 1st to win the UNESCO designation in 2023, so just next year. Uh, It will inevitably receive strong backlash from Koreans, uh, just like it did six years ago over the previous World Heritage recognition of Hashima Island, which is also known as Battleship Island. Mm. Uh, Japan argues that the mine legacy will be restricted to the Edo period, which is uh, 1603 to 1867. Uh, that happened, of course, below be, uh, before colonization and therefore would be irrelevant to the forced labor controversy. That's the argument that Japan is putting out. Um, but they actually made a similar promise for Battleship Island mm. previously. So they said they'll devote an exhibition and recognize their forced labor history mm. and set up this exhibition to explain the forced labor at the site. That didn't happen. Mm. Uh, and of course, there was a whole back and forth and tensions and uh, a backlash because of it, uh, that. Uh, and Tokyo claims that the mine, which was actually the biggest gold mine in the world in the 17th century, has a cultural heritage due to the traditional mining ways. However, it is the brutal site uh, of abuse of hundreds of Koreans. Mm. Uh, but Tokyo is still adamant on the listing. Um, Prime, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said yesterday that Tado's listing is of utmost importance. So there's basically no change in stance. Mm. Um, Seoul 
has been calling time and time again to retract uh, the plan. That, of course, looks very unlikely as things stand. Now, Japan actually knows the enlisting is creating tensions with Korea. Uh, for the foreign minister, uh, Yashimasa Hayashi also acknowledged that Tokyo has been receiving Seoul's objections, but it's not... Um, being uh, responded to, uh, we don't think. Uh, he didn't reveal if and what Tokyo said in return. So um, things are under wraps uh, on that at the moment. But yeah, they seem to be pushing forward with it nonetheless. Mm. All right, and on to our third keyword of the day. Strong car production. Uh, Korea's car exports are still going strong despite difficulties from the pandemic. Uh, let's take a look at just how well the country did. Did do quite well, in fact. Uh, Korea posted $46.5 billion in car exports last year. That's up more than 24% from the previous year, uh, considering that last year's was the height of the pandemic. Uh, now, um, or the year before that, excuse me. Uh, export volume surged uh, nearly 8.5% to just over 2 million. Units. It marks the first time in nine years, in fact, to see exports rise in both volume and value. Uh, Korea also held on to its number five spot in the world for global automobile production as well, building just uh, under three and a half million cars in 2021. Uh, and the growth is thanks to strong sales of eco-friendly cars and electric cars, hybrids and stuff like that, and the rising global market share of Korean brands as well. Mm. Uh, a total of some 407,000 eco-friendly cars were exported last year. That's up 50% from a year ago, so quite a jump. Now around a fifth of all Korean auto exp- uh, exports mm. are eco-friendly cars, so they're certainly being recognized and there's demand mm. for it. Mm. Um, but so that's exports. The country's car production and sales volume at home, on the other hand, actually dropped 1.3% and 8.5% respectively. All right, and quickly moving on to our fourth keyword of the day. LG Energy Solution IPO. <laughs> There's so much buzz around it and so many mm. people gathering for it. Uh, Korean battery maker LG Energy Solution is going public next week. And ahead of that, it's now taking deposits from retail investors. So what's the latest? Yeah, something that's very stereotypical and quintessential of Koreans is that if something <laughs> makes headlines, a whole herd of people swarm to it. And it certainly yeah. is the case with this. Because uh, there's a limited amount of IPOs that get th- this much buzz, I suppose. Right. right. So, and still. it's, it's all. Uh, two days it's been getting the subscriptions on the first day it already hit record numbers uh, since opening Uh, subscriptions have already surpassed 32 trillion won that is an all time high and it beats the previous IPO subscription record by nearly 10 trillion won Uh, that was only yesterday it was day one Uh, the subscription window closes today and even more subscriptions are expected to be made Uh, so yeah we could see (laughs) that number possibly double or triple so how many shares will the these retail investors actually get? Yeah, so that's a big question, exactly. isn't it? They will be getting 10 million shares, and mm. that's nearly a quarter of the total shares available to retail investors, mm. and they'll buy them at 300,000 won apiece for an IPO. That's huge. <laughs> and they have, of course, until today. All right. <laughs> All right, on to our fifth keyword of the day. Sick leave. Oh, a new sick leave pay will be introduced from 2025, so sick workers can focus more on getting better. Mm-hmm. 
Who's eligible and runs through the details? Yeah, it seems a bit strange to say that. Why is a sick pay being introduced in the future? Why is it not in place now? Well, that's because there is uh, some criteria. Right. This so-called sick pay or sangbyong sudang, as it's known in Korean, yeah. will start uh, in a phased trial run from July this year. It will go through three phases for a total of three years and on a trial basis. The first stage will go on for a year in six cities and districts and the government will start receiving applications from those uh, places who want to get the benefits from today and the government will choose the regions at the end of March. Now, currently, Korean employees suffering a work-related illness or injury are entitled to paid leave and are covered by a national insurance plan. So that's pretty common. Mm -hmm. But for illnesses unrelated to work, the benefits vary depending Mm -hmm. on the company. So the government basically wants to make sure that all workers are entitled to the benefits and there is some sort of blanket plan in place. But the sick pay for one day is expected to be around 44,000 won. That's 60% of minimum wage. So it's Mm -hmm. not a complete... Um, payment of your working hours, but, but a partial something. payment. But it's something, yes. Right, a nice place to start, I suppose. Yeah. And on to our last uh, keyword of the day. Lottery sales record. Lottery sales in Korea hit an all-time high last year. Mm. There are reasons as to why mm-hmm. this happened. Run us through the numbers and the details. Yeah, so nearly six trillion won's worth of tickets were sold in 2021. That's according to Finance Ministry data. In 2020, it was 5.4 trillion won. Uh, the figure has been rising steadily in recent years, so the popularity of lottery tickets is increasing. Uh, sale of online lottery tickets increased to 8.4% mm. on year and made up just over 5 trillion won. Sales of these pension type tickets jumped 29% to uh, 291 billion won. This is when you get a fixed amount of payment for, I think, 20 or 30 years. Mm. Um, operations of other gambling businesses such as casinos and horse racing have been dwindling amid uh-huh, the pandemic, uh-huh. hence why people are turning to the lottery. Uh, and there's also been improved public perception of the lottery as well. I think more people feel a bit more lucky nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really what that is? Possibly. I I was thinking, were there stigmas attached to lotteries? Kind of, Or less expectations, perhaps. Less expectations, a little bit of stigma, but uh, yeah, it's become more um, mainstream, if you will. All right, thank you very much, Ion, for today's coverage. Mm -hmm. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.